0: Yeah. Friendly, orange and blue to the bitter end. Come and join us, DDNVR. We are DNVR. We are DNVR and we
1: are live from Studio B here at the DNVR bar. And the B stands for back, as in the Broncos are Back. They're back, baby. Oh, what a day in Broncos Country. A day that honestly, Zach, we will remember forever. Yep. Um, and uh, Russell Wilson could not have delivered any better than he did today. I mean, one after another after another with just hype quotes and yep. great quotes yep. and exciting quotes and meaningful quotes and touching quotes. He was on a heater of all heaters. Uh and like I said, it's a, it's an incredible, incredible day in Broncos country.
2: It is. And wow, Ryan.
1: Come on, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> in the was, words of Nathaniel Hackett. That
2: was Nathaniel Hackett when he found out the Broncos were getting Russell Wilson. And I got to tell you, today was the emotions were so raw. Russell Wilson is so pumped to be a Denver Bronco. Nathaniel Hackett truly is giddy to have him as his quarterback. And during his opening press conference, he knew how important this was to get Russell Wilson. He's saying, this is so important to me. This is so important to my coaching staff. Almost as if he had been thinking about, what am I going to do if I don't get him? And then George Payton made the deal happen, a deal that's been in the works for over a month And then the Broncos officially got Russell Wilson today. Three minutes later, he walks out for his press conference.
1: Unbelievable. Um, And the energy from Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. I I mentioned this on our emergency podcast. I'm like, these two are going to be perfect together. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because Russell is a very positive, very energetic guy. And next to Nathaniel Hackett, he seems calm and cool and collected. (laughs) Um, But, man, uh, you know, we can go through some of our favorite parts here. Um, But I just have to start by saying what I've said a few times now, and I I believe more than anything. Russell Wilson is the perfect Denver Bronco. He is exactly what this town, what this team, what this city, what this community loves in their quarterbacks. And – You couldn't have handpicked a better guy from a personality standpoint, from a person standpoint, to come here and lead this franchise. And today, that became. Oh, so clear. I mean,
2: there's a new power couple in Denver, not just in the Denver Broncos, but in Colorado. Ryan, yesterday, Russell Wilson and Sierra, his wife, went to the Colorado Children's Hospital and spent their their entire day there getting to know the community. And that's something he does every single Tuesday. So when we talk about he is more than the Broncos, that shows you that. Then today he's introduced his whole family's there, and Ryan, he is going to absolutely win everyone over. And I know he already has, but he's gonna do it on the football field, he's going to do it in the locker room uh and he's gonna do it with his quotes too and today certainly was that
1: yeah uh so does that knock me and Allie down to number two
2: I think so. yeah unfortunately okay. all right, yeah, cool. all yeah. Right, it's
1: okay it's all right I'm willing <laughs> we're willing to share the title uh, or at least pass on the title yeah, to. Russ yeah, that's and nice of you. Um, speaking of Sierra my guy Nathaniel the Hackett <laughs> <laughs> gotta get bonked. Uh, you gotta get bonked for that one. And
2: what you're saying is, Nathaniel Hackett said uh, he was more excited to meet Sierra than he was to
1: meet Russell. And then he like doubled down on it. And I feel like he was trying to find the words to say yep. like, "I'm a big fan of her music" or yep. anything yep. like that. Yep. And he just didn't find because it because
2: we know he's a big fan of music,
1: right? He's a big fan of you know Justin Timberlake. Yep. So you know Justin Timberlake and Sierra not far from each other. Yep. Um, he, I needed him to deliver <laughs> that, and he just kept saying. So excited. Almost too excited.
2: Because those were the raw emotions that he had. Know, and, and you know I what? Know. When you're giddy and you're excited, you're a little nervous, the, the right words don't always come out. And that just shows you the true emotions that were in that building today. There were a couple of players there. You had Justin Simmons, you had Baron Browning, you had KJ Handler, you had Tim Patrick in the building. And after, those guys were also just so excited to be around Russ.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think my favorite quote from Russ Came from a question that you asked mm. Zach, which was great because it's something we've talked about. And and during the press conference, I wasn't thinking about it, uh, and, and clearly no one else was. And so you asked the question, "What do you want your legacy to be? How long do you want to play here?" And I think he overestimated a little bit. Um, but he said ten to twelve um. years. That's where I think he under overestimated. Okay. And then he said oh. three. To four more Super Bowls. That I can get on board with. Let's go. Let's go. I I joked with Andre on the bet show. I said, that's the only place where he slipped up. Because he's admitting that he can't win a Super Bowl (laughs) every (laughs) year. um, Which doesn't seem very Russell Wilson. Well, then
2: can't that say that uh, his expectations of playing 10 or 12 years were realistic? If his Super Bowl count was
1: realistic as well? I mean, 10 to 12 years would bring him to what? 45? 43 to 45. Well, we know there's going to be one 45-year-old on the field this year. Um, did he undersell himself?
2: Because Tom, maybe if Tom plays the way he did last year, he could play till 46.
1: It's true. I don't know. Um, a lot of people in here talking about like saying he's corny. I didn't actually get the corniness from him today. I thought he was really genuine.
2: I think before today, I, I would have said that there were corny vibes for sure. But actually today, I didn't think so at all.
1: I agree. He, and he definitely can be corny. Uh-huh. I'm not trying uh-huh. to like change my opinion on <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson's corniness. But legitimately, and then someone else said he's like a robot. I didn't get that at Ooh, all today. He was, no. seemed very real, no. very authentic today. Um, he even snapped back a little bit at the idea that he initiated this from the no, Seahawks. Yes, he did. Um, and I love Lindsey Jones for asking that question because I went back and read their statements. And there was a, they had a huddle where they said, okay, let's make sure that all of our statements add up. To make it seem like Russ is the bad guy. Yep. And Russ wasn't going to have it. He said, no, this was mutual, um, which I don't believe him. But the Seattle Seahawks are uh, just. Really insulting Russ
2: on his way out. They just put a tweet out uh, just less than half an hour ago that is to Russell Wilson. It says, thank you to one of the best Seahawks quarterbacks in franchise history. No. That's like when John... Yes, I'm not kidding. Thank you to one of the best Seahawks quarterbacks in franchise history. That is like when John Elway retires from the Broncos and the Broncos say thank you to one of the best quarterbacks in franchise history. Like, what? What?
1: I cannot believe that. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep. Um. Oh, that deserves to be dragged, so I'll, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> That's like saying, like, yeah, you're right. Thank you to John Helway, one of the best Broncos quarterback. I mean, he is right. absolutely the best quarterback. Who are you putting up there? One of the Hasselbacks? I don't even remember which one played for them. Matt? Was it Matt?
2: I don't know. Hasselback, I know. Yes, that was no. on the back
1: of the jersey. Hasselback, um, you know, Seneca Wallace. Yep. Um, Tavares Jackson. Yep um they did have oh my gosh they did have a couple decent
2: uh they did sign a guy named uh uh who did who did that matt flynn remember they paid him all the money before russ got there and then russ took the job maybe they were thinking uh he could be
1: up there right wow matt flynn Right up there with Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) The disrespect. Unbelievable.
2: And you know what? The Broncos had no issue today doing the complete opposite. Not saying Russ has a big challenge ahead of him to become one of the all-time greats. Russ needs to come in here and earn his spot to be a Denver Bronco. No. The Broncos aren't stupid. They're trying to welcome in one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL right now and bring him into a situation and and put him on a pedestal that he deserves to be because you know what, Ryan, and the Seattle Seahawks don't know this yet. It sucks when you don't have a quarterback. Broncos don't have to worry about that for the next 10 to 12 years, baby. Ryan, we're going to be old by then.
1: We will, yeah, geez. Um, I guess I'll be a little bit younger than Russell Wilson always, so Uh, I'll have that going for me as long as he plays – I'll, uh, I'll be able to say, well, at least I'm not as old.
2: (laughs) And three to four Super Bowls. I love that. And so after we had a little side scrum with Russ, uh, and and I asked him what makes you believe you can play that long? Taking us inside. Oh, yes.
1: Inside scoop here. This is, this is stuff that no one saw on camera.
2: Exactly. And, uh, and he said, uh, but well, I've always—it's a work ethic that I have, and I said, "Well, how'd you get that work ethic? How long's it been?" And He said, "When I was young, my dad would wake me up at five every single day, and we go do batting practice. I'd be—I'd be getting ground balls. I'd be throwing the ball. Call and, those sack hours." Right? <laughs> so. And then he was asked how much, how long he sleeps, and he says four, four hours, five if I'm lucky. So this guy—he leave—he breathes and lives football, and of course, he talked with Peyton Manning, and he has a very good relationship with Peyton Manning, and it is not crazy at all to say he is the closest thing to Peyton Manning that the Broncos have had, and I mean, it's not even close. The building is different when this guy's around, and it's because he puts the work in, he expects the most out of himself, and then he expects that out of everyone else.
1: And you mentioned Peyton Manning, and I I got a lot of Peyton Manning vibes today. He's not going to be as funny as Peyton Manning, few are. Um, but from a few as in you, you put yourself in there. It's like me. Okay. This is a good show for you. You are
2: up there with the power couple of Russ and Sierra. You're up there with the funniest of Peyton Manning.
1: It's like me, Chris Farley, (laughs) Peyton Manning, you know, just a couple people up there. Um, anyways, from a football standpoint, when he started talking about how he watched all 17 games, And the preseason. Mm -hmm. He watched 20 Broncos games last year. As someone who also watched 20 Broncos games last year, sorry, Russ. It was not fun. Uh, Yeah, uh, sorry you had to do that. But, you know, I thought, okay, yeah, I mean, he's on the beach putting it on, whatever, you know, watching. That's easy. Then he starts talking about the offense. And he starts talking about every player on the offense and mentioning a specific play that he watched on film Mm -hmm. and then to go full Peyton or Sean McVay he calls back to a Jerry Judy catch from two years ago. Yep. So he's, he's like, Oh, you know, it's court diving into the end zone against the Cowboys and it's, or sorry, Tim, Tim. diving into the end zone against the Cowboys and it's court doing this. Uh, I think it was a, maybe the Jags catch that he had the one handed yep. one. Um, he's talking about Javante Williams, broken tackles. He's talking about Alberto. then he's like Javante, or then he says, Jerry Judy's mossing the dude on the jets. I'm like, he watched every play yep. intently.
2: Yep, and, and he knows his offensive linemen's names. He's talking about Garrett Bowles and, and, and the comeback that he had. He knows everyone. This guy is a football junkie. And Ryan, you, you absolutely have to have that. That is a non-negotiable. He talked about just how mental, everything about this game is so mental. And
1: clearly
2: he has that with flying colors.
1: Yeah, uh, it's huge and it's so exciting to have a leader like this Mm -hmm. back in the building. Zach, how many times did we talk about how embarrassing it is for the Broncos that they're still talking about filling the void of Peyton Manning's leadership? Yep. Um, The only time, the only season that I don't think we heard it was last season. Now, it might have come up. You tell me if I'm wrong. I think Teddy Bridgewater was enough of a good leader to Mm -hmm. the point where he was really respected and people weren't thinking we need to replace Peyton Manning anymore. Um, and, And credit to Teddy for that. But... There's two sides of leadership. One is being a great leader. The other is being a great football player. Uh, and obviously, they've been looking to fill that void more than anything since Peyton, Peyton Manning left. And to see this guy walk in, and just the way that he commands a room full of media, mm-hmm. uh, and the way that he just conducts himself, there's no way you can't respect this guy. No, and that's what he's, he's
2: already done inside the building, Ryan. He's already grabbed it, and that is one thing that Peyton Manning did right when he walked in. Everyone says, okay, there's a guy in town. This means that all the BS has to stop.
1: And here's what else he, he knows. I mean, He's so good at knowing what to say in, in the right times. First time he brought up the receivers, by the way, both times he brought up the receivers, he brought up Tim Patrick's name before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Very notable in my opinion. Well,
2: smart that Tim Patrick was there too.
1: Yes. Um, the first time he brought him up, he did not bring up Jerry Judy. He yeah. brought up KJ <laughs> Hamler, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, and maybe Albert O in the first one. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Then I think he realized instantly, I didn't bring up Jerry. The next time they go back around and they're asked, he's asked about the wideouts, he goes deep on Jerry Judy. Um, he'll be going deep to Jerry Judy later. But he went deep and, and basically said, I think this guy's a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really showed him the love there. Uh, and, and I think that was important because I think that Jerry's the type of guy, sorry, who would have been hurt by that that he didn't yeah. get the mention yeah. now he wasn't there and everyone else was right am, am i correct uh,
2: i did not see Cortland there okay all right it doesn't mean he wasn't there but when right, i right. looked before and after he wasn't there
1: i ex- i thought Cortland was there just because i saw russ go you know tim and Cortland mm-hmm. and so i assumed he was pointing at him um but okay all right that's that's a better uh better look for jerry if Cortland wasn't there as well
2: something though for for those guys you you want to be in town, and your off seasons will probably be in town with a guy like Russ here.
1: Exactly, or maybe you know go out to Duke, yeah, and just
0: roll it, <laughs> yeah. you know, run it back, go, yeah. go to
1: Duke with Peyton. Um, just incredible stuff. I, I I just I couldn't believe. I mean, I've watched a Russell Wilson presser before, but it's just different when he's wearing mm-hmm. an orange jacket and a blue tie, mm-hmm. uh, and just how well thought out, everything he says yeah. and how exact he delivers everything, you know, there is a, there's a science to this stuff and you can totally overreact to a press conference, but there's something to be said about how you carry yourself as a quarterback. Does it really matter at any other position? I don't really think so. Um, you know, there, you could have a wide receiver who's amazing and is terrible on the podium and, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. There's something about a quarterback who goes up there. And I'm telling you, I don't have to go back to the tape. I don't think he slipped on his words once. Just the way that he delivers a message yep. is so strong and so powerful. And in, in that type of, type of stuff, it, don't, it only matters if you're good at football. Right, but that exactly. type of stuff combined with being really good at football is going to transform – The Denver Broncos
2: yep it's going to and something else it's going to transform the Denver Broncos Russ had a saying or something that he ended all of his press conference was with in Seattle he said go Hawks now there's a new one let's ride let's ride baby and And speaking of that
1: we already have the shirt Uh, you got to check it out uh, on dnvrlocker.com there it is it's beautiful let's ride Get yours. They're already flying off the shelves, so don't hesitate. Um, it's 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 a new era, and this is going to be the phrase that defines the new era of Denver Broncos football.
2: And the awesome thing is, this is going to be the phrase in the era for the next 10 to 12 years. You yes. don't have to worry about their shirt going out of style in six months, in a year, in three years. Russell Wilson is here to stay. He is 100% dedicated to the Broncos and the Denver community. And Ryan... Let's
1: ride, baby. Let's absolutely ride. Also, you should ride on down to the Mm DNVR bar sometime. Come hang out with us here. Um, I've said this on every show since, but I just can't stop thinking about it. The Broncos watch parties here next year are going to be insane. I can't stop thinking about what it's gonna look like when he hits uh, a deep ball over the top to Cortland Sutton on a deep post with just that perfect feathery touch that just drops directly into the bucket. Corlin, like, breaks a little arm tackle off his legs and strides into the end zone. And the DNVR bar is just going nuts. Like, the the Chiefs matchups, which at least one is going to be in primetime. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them are in primetime. The
2: Bron- Broncos are guaranteed to have a Chargers primetime game and a Chiefs primetime game.
1: Yep. And and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Raiders primetime game as well. Yep. Um, so, it, it's just, I can't wait. Um, but until then, you can come down and watch the Nuggets, which also happens to be an absolute blast yep. because they have their own Peyton Manning uh, in Nikola Jokic. Um, so come down, hang out, watch uh, you know—watch the Nugs, watch the Avs, and just get ready for what it could be like when we get to watch the Broncos and Russell Wilson. And come
2: here. down to the DNVR bar tomorrow at 10 a.m. to yeah. watch the CSU Rams beat the Michigan, uh, what, what, big blue Michigan Wolverines. Wolverines, yes. Uh, and uh, Ryan, stay with me. Go Rams! And if you bet $5 on the Rams... There we go. Go Justin. Go DNVR. If you bet $5 on the Rams or any team in the tournament uh, over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you'll win $200 in free bets. And you might as well place that bet in an early game tomorrow so might as well do the Rams game because if you win that $200 in free bets you get to use right away no better way to start the NCAA tournament than with $200 in free bets so get in now download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this $250 $200 in free bets by just placing a $5 bet on any team to win in the tournament. That's code DNVR over a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Uh, the the Rockies just signed Chris Bryant to a seven-year deal. <laughs> what a
2: uh, what a day in Denver in Denver sports history. Hundred and eighty-two million dollars. I mean, we're talking Russell Wilson money. I was gonna say
1: he's getting paid like <laughs> Russell Wilson.
2: <laughs> oh man, and one of the well, well, we'll we'll get to to this story in just a second. And if you. Are down at Coors Field, Ryan, and you're hanging out on the party deck and you're watching Chris Bryant, you're watching where Russell Wilson used to hang around at Coors Field, you want to get yourself some Breck brews, right? Absolutely. And whether you're at the DNVR bar watching Chris Bryant this summer, you'll have Breckenridge brews here. And if you can't make it down to Coors Field, you can't make it to the DNVR bar, you got to go onto Breck Beer's website. Look at their Breck Beer locator to find out anywhere you can get Breckenridge brews all across the country today. Another beautiful strawberry sky day.
1: Oh, I love a Strawberry Sky Day. And basically, once Russell Wilson arrives, every day is a Strawberry Sky Day. It certainly. But is. speaking of the Rockies, which uh, we're not going to dive into the contract they just gave to Chris Bryant, but Russell Wilson had some crazy praise for the Colorado Rockies yes, organization. Did. Great probably, day
2: for the Rockies. <laughs>
1: probably the best thing that's happened to the Rockies in years. Yes. Uh, was Russell Wilson standing yeah. up there and saying, Hey, the day after I was drafted by the Rockies, one of the best days of my life his dad passed away mm-hmm. and what a hard time that was for him. And he had just nothing but love for the way the Rockies treated him. And, and again, and you know, as a Denver sports fan, that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very nice to hear, but he also mentioned saying, you know, when he, when he went to Coors field, he said, I'm going to play here one day. And then he saw mile high and he said, I'm going to play there one day too. Um, so cool. And it's just, it, it, it's cool kind of for everything to come full circle for him. Um, he, he was a great baseball player. Remind you of anyone? Oh, certainly does. A little John Elway yeah. action. Great baseball player who becomes a great football player and uh, uh, it's kind of crazy how it all comes full circle when you'll probably see him you know, up there in a luxury box at Coors Field this summer.
2: He yeah, absolutely will. His, he's got to support his former team. Maybe he just has a suite that he that he has, and you know, gives out to his friends and teammates. Uh, and John Elway, Ryan, was in the building today, speaking of John, and that just shows you how big of a deal this was. Of course, Mike Kliss reporting last night that John flew in on his private jet from California for this. John and
1: I were in the same area last weekend. Oh,
2: did you guys hang out? Do uh, you, you go to his house?
1: I didn't. I didn't make it over Drink there. Drink
2: some Elway Seven wine.
1: I didn't get the invite. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, flies in last night. Was yep. he there in the in he the room? Was.
2: He was. He made he made a quiet entrance, which is crazy when John Elway's doing that, but as an outside consultant, I guess that's the type of entrance you make, but it's really cool. To hear just how much Denver has already meant to Russell Wilson, and he he said multiple times how it was a special place to him because of what the Rockies did, because of and, and he said when he stepped down or when he got off the plane and stepped foot in Denver, uh, that this most recent time when he came to, to visit the Broncos just to make sure he wanted to sign away his no trade clause, uh, he said, man, just if I I was reminded my dad. And I felt like my dad was with me. And, man, uh, that, that had to be a reason, one of the reasons why he wanted to come back here. And, man, did he do a vetting process on the Broncos and every other team. So he didn't know about this trade much, much more in advance than we did. When he found out he was on vacation, he took his private plane, him and Sierra did, to Denver after the trade had been public. And uh, he met with George Payton on that Tuesday. So we're talking eight days ago. Met with Nathaniel Hackett, saw the building, and then officially signed off on his no trade clause. He said, and one of the coolest things that he said, I'll tell you in a second.
1: Well, let me just ask you this Was there a chance? That he walked into the building yeah. that day and didn't vibe with George Payton and Thayla Hackett and said, no, I'm not waving it for the Broncos? Yeah, I, there, there, there
2: absolutely was, which blew my mind that it had already been reported and it had been reported also that before he got into the building, he had waved that no-trade clause. That was not the case, according to Russ. He wanted to evaluate everything.
1: Do you know what that would have done to me? No. <laughs>
2: what it would have, would have done to everyone.
1: Uh, yes. In Seattle, too. I mean... J- Thank God that Nathaniel Hackett's vibes are immaculate. Yep, and yep, George Payton yep. is obviously a genius. Yep. Um, and Russell Wilson was able to walk in there and know what was up. Yep. And also like Patrick Smythe, like as soon as you meet him, you're like, oh, this this place is the real deal. Yep, you know what I you mean? Certainly do. Um so thank God, because that would have been a terrible day.
2: It would have been a <laughs> terrible day. But Ryan, he said what what really sold him was a couple of things. But first and foremost, winning is everything in this organization. He talked with Peyton Manning about that. And, and he actually said in our group scrum after the, the press conference that was live, uh, he was asked, what's the biggest takeaway you took from talking to Peyton. And he said that everyone in here is about winning. And this is a winning organization. And so Peyton sold him on that. Then when he got here, uh, you had George Peyton sell him on that. Nathaniel Hackett sell him on that. And that was what put him over the top because how many times did Russ say, Winning is everything to me. In fact, I think he said that twice, right back to back. Winning is everything. Winning is everything to me. He said
1: winning is the only thing. And the only thing. And that's the way this place works. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just the Denver Broncos, but Denver. Winning is everything. And as a quarterback, your standards are the highest they are anywhere in the NFL. Yep. Bar none. Yep. Because not only
2: the organization, but the quarterbacks.
1: Exactly. You are following in the footsteps of two of the five best quarterbacks of all time. Mm -hmm. That's the standard. Mm -hmm. But you know what else? You're entering a division with arguably two of the five and three of the 12 best quarterbacks in the NFL. But I think Russell Wilson's reaction to both of those things Is the exact same. And he was asked directly about the AFC West. And this may be my second favorite quote. He said, why would you want it any other way? I want to compete Mm -mm. with the best. And we've talked about this, Zach, when we talk about rookies that the Broncos could have brought in or people that they could have traded for, like Aaron Rodgers when that conversation was hot. People always say, why would they want to come to the AFC West? And my response always was, if they don't, then they aren't the guy. Because you have to have someone with that competitive nature and and Russell Wilson said it th- definitively at the end of the second time he was asked about the AFC West when he said i don't fear anyone
2: yep I don't fear anyone and that's the exact approach you need in this division Ryan and I absolutely love that quote why would I be afraid why would that be something that I would even think about and I love that that wasn't on his list when considering what teams to to consider and honestly you got to beat the best to be the best right and Russell Wilson wants to be the best quarterback right now he also has said in the past he wants to be the best quarterback to ever play the game so winning three or four more Super Bowls being able to do that against Justin Herbert, against Patrick Mahomes, against Derek Carr will allow him to do that. And man, the AFC West is certainly going to make it difficult for him because not only the great quarterbacks, but then you have Khalil Mack. You have Chandler Jones. The Chiefs are probably the worst team in terms of pass rushers, uh, and they have Chris Jones as well. And then, of course, you got the Broncos with Bradley Chubb uh, and, uh, uh, and Randy Gregory.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a buzzsaw for sure, but how many times have you heard the story of the team you know, we, it's March Madness season, right? Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they just waltzed through the West Coast Conference and everything was easy and they went undefeated. And then all of a sudden they got to the dance and they were challenged by a team that could match them in size, speed, athleticism, and they lose. Mm-hmm. And so obviously it's going to be a tall task just to make the playoffs in the AFC West. But once you do, you are going in there as the, as the team... And alongside your fellow AFC West mates, which three teams are probably going to make it from the AFC West, you're going in there as the teams that have been tested the most, the absolute most, by uh, other teams that belong there uh, than any other team in the NFL. So that is a positive, positive. Uh, and the Broncos are going to have battles all year long. You hope to stay healthy. I'll touch wood. Uh, but that team is going to, you know, all of these teams are going to come out of the AFC West Absolutely battle-tested.
2: They absolutely will. And, Ryan, we're talking about stacked teams in the AFC West. It feels like any time there's big-time news of a signing, it's someone going to the AFC West. We had that earlier today. Chandler Jones going with the Raiders. The Raiders were kind of sitting out from everything going on. They were seeing the Broncos get rust. The Broncos seeing Randy Gregory. Uh, They saw the the Chargers just load up, uh, and the Chiefs said the Chiefs, and the Raiders said, we're going to go get Chandler Jones. There might be another name That's coming to the AFC West. Ryan, a very interesting thing happened literally about 15 minutes after the Broncos press conference with Russell Wilson ended. Russell Wilson himself, literally less than 30 minutes after the press conference ended, said, to the greatest player I've ever had the privilege of playing with, The best is ahead, tagged Bobby Wagner, and it's a picture of him and Bobby Wagner coming out of a tunnel together.
1: Now, there is no way we are over-reading into this. This is very clear messaging. Like It's not like he said, best of luck on your journey, or the best is yet to come for you, or anything like that. It's very clearly Russell Wilson saying, come to Denver, or... It's done. You're coming to Denver.
2: This doesn't feel like come to Denver. This feels like you are coming to Denver. See you soon. Just get here because there may be some more press conferences soon that I want you to be at. And this comes on the heels of a report. I believe it was our guy, Field Yates, big time. Big time. who uh, who, Who said that Russell Wilson has been recruiting Bobby Wagner to the Broncos. This is at least a recruiting pitch. If not, Broncos country, get ready for what's to come. And also, an additional thing, and this may be stretching it a bit, George Payton's phone, I don't know if you could see during that press conference, just lighten up. As I think you joked, yeah. I saw on Twitter, maybe he just has Broncos uh, reporters' uh, tweet notifications turned on.
1: I know, I was waiting for him to be like uh, on camera right when I sent a tweet to see if I could see a <laughs> yeah. little like bird pop yeah, up. Yeah,
2: yeah that would have been great. Uh, and uh, after the press conference, he said, uh, he, he, George asked someone, what happened? My phone was just blowing up. So maybe there's something in the works. Huh. Or maybe I, I, cause I've only been in Broncos world the past two hours. Uh, and my phone is pretty much dead now with all the tweet notifications I've got. I don't know if something else happened.
1: I didn't see anything else happening um it's interesting that he asked someone <laughs> right, else
2: right right
1: Do you, i was assuming that maybe he was just getting texts from his friends congratulations this is amazing you know that sort potentially
2: of thing. yep man you look so good on camera but for
1: him to say that what happened yeah. my phone is blowing up interesting
2: uh, maybe maybe bobby's uh, agent uh accepted a contract or something
1: Right, right, right. That's probably that could have been it. Like they have a Slack or a group chat.
2: Some other big news, not Broncos. Bummer. Kind of Broncos. Von Miller to the Buffalo Bills. Hell yeah! Wow, Love that. coming out of nowhere to
1: land Von Miller. Although I would prefer him not to be in the AFC, um, because there's a chance that the Broncos will have to face him in a high leverage game. Um, but good for him, man. Uh, mm. I I always. Kind of pull for the Bills. They're just such a great football city. And you
2: can't anymore. You can't pull for any team in the AFC <sighs> because now, you know, you, you, you yeah, could yeah, before because it was like, well, the Broncos aren't really going to be that good. So yeah, you'll pull for a contender in the AFC. Can't do it
1: anymore, Ryan. So what's going to happen here is what's the number? Let me ask you.
2: Um, It is 18 and a half a year.
1: Okay. I think Broncos fans will be able to stomach that um, just from a sense of like, okay, that is a lot more than what we're paying Randy Gregory. The 17 – there's something about the 17 feels really close to 14. Right. That I think people, if Chandler Jones goes off next season, will say, hey – what what the hell?
2: Especially sacking Russ a couple of times throughout the season. Which
1: I looked, he has pretty good career numbers when he goes up no, against Russ.
2: Stop it! Yeah, but you know what? DJ Jones he- has good numbers against Russ, and the Broncos brought him here. That's true. Last time they faced him, two sacks. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that at all. And there's no doubt. Uh, and we're gonna break this down a lot more. We've already done it this week. But Randy Gregory it is a is a big gamble, Ryan. He's yes, got he he's got a very high upside, and in terms of sack production, uh, a pretty low floor.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Although when I watch his film, it's really exciting. He's a freak.
2: An unbelievable deal for Von Miller. 6 years, 120 million dollars. Ryan, unless what? this is like insane. Unless this is like the Randy Gregory deal where it's 5 years, 70 million, but only the first 2 years is guaranteed. If he has more than 2 years guaranteed, this is a deal that the Broncos are okay with passing up. He's going to be he's going to be Russ's age. He's going to be like 48 when he retires.
1: What? This is insane. 6-year deal? For a 33-year-old? Wow. Good for Vaughn. I mean, absolutely good for Vaughn. But that's no different than the deal he's been playing on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: $20 million a year. No wonder the Broncos never made a call. Uh,
1: again, yeah. I mean, and Vaughn can do the thing where he's like, I wanted to go to the Broncos. They didn't want to pay me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but good for him. That's absurd by the Bills. That's a move where they're saying hey, we're, we're one move away from winning a Super Bowl. That's
2: exactly what it is, and they're building it like that, too. According to Ian Rappaport, the, in the first four years, the deal averages $17.5 million per year, which okay. means it's going to be backloaded, and they're kind of doing a light version of what the Packers are doing in terms of going all-in right now. You see the Chargers going all-in right now. You see the Broncos making that push as well. Man, man can the Broncos just relocate? Can they, can they flip with the Seahawks and just be in the NFC for a couple of years?
1: I mean, the Seahawks did leave the AFC West (laughs) to join the NFC. So maybe the Broncos can uh, flip flop with them. I actually wouldn't, wouldn't want that. I like the AFC way better, Um, but it is a much bigger arms race over here in the AFC. uh, And it's going to create for some amazing drama, amazing football. I mean, think about the playoffs last year and then everyone just loaded up even more now. Yeah. Wow. What a, uh, what a time to to be in football, to be honest. Yep. It just keeps getting better. Yep. Um and especially here in Denver. Yep. Where the Broncos have Russell Wilson. Let's just talk about Bobby Wagner a little bit more here. What where's where are you at on on Bobby Wagner? On should he come here? Yeah. Um absolutely.
2: He he should come here and Ryan this would be going all in for this season. This would be what you want. When I say win now and win later, that's what the Broncos can do with Russell Wilson. And you kind of moan and groan. And you're like, ah, I don't really want that. I want all in right now. That's what this move would be. Because not only would you be paying a lot of money to bring him in right now, but you'd be either putting a $5.5 million player in Josie Jewell as a backup, or you'd be putting a guy that you really believe in the future of and Baron Browning uh, to, to the back end. But you know what? If you're all in right now and you make this move, It's totally okay. It's okay, and you're going to have to sacrifice one of those two things. You're not going to have three inside linebackers on the field, but what would be so cool about this is if they land Bobby Wagner, the Broncos would get the Seattle Seahawks' number one player in terms of the most Pro Bowls they've ever had in Russell Wilson, and they get the number two player in terms of the most Pro Bowls that a Seattle Seahawk has ever had in Bobby Wagner.
1: Yeah, the Broncos are used to taking leftovers from, like, Lame franchises, Hmm. you know, like they're like, oh, here's the right tackle that the Raiders didn't want, right, Um, right. You know, here's a guy that the Chiefs didn't want. Actually, the Chiefs aren't lame anymore, but they were when they got Donald Stevenson. Didn't he come from Kansas City? Uh, he did. Yep. Um, like I feel like they're always, you know, getting these other guys. Like the Seahawks, much as we don't like them, have been a we can like them now. That's true. They They helped us out. They suck now. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, and they helped us out. Um. (laughs) you know they that's a legit franchise mm-hmm. it's not a team that is a joke by any means and they've been to two Super Bowls in the last 10 years yep so um getting their two best players you know maybe their best offensive and best defensive player in franchise history or, or is the Seattle
2: Seahawks would say one of the one best. Of, yes, yes of course yes.
1: <laughs> um, would be cool for me I've just wanted the Broncos to invest in linebacker you know if there's one thing that this town loves, Almost as much as a great quarterback, it's a great linebacker. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the the history of Broncos linebackers is very deep and very proud. Um, And, you know, that's one thing that it's been missing is you don't have your Al Wilson or your Carl Mecklenburg or Randy Gratishar. Um, Obviously, Carl played everywhere. But, um, you know, that is kind of an ingredient to a great Denver Broncos team. Um, I think the last Super Bowl you'd probably – Uh, give Danny Trevathan that crown Um, and he was even like not quite the the adored fan favorite but this place would love Bobby Wagner Uh, and Mm -hmm. he's an amazing football player who is yes absolutely on the back end of his career but maybe he's willing to take a little bit of a discount on what is now what day four of free agency uh yeah technically day one but yeah day three okay yeah on, on day three of free agency to come back and play with Russ
2: and uh we we say that he's old Ryan Don't forget, the Buffalo Bills just paid 33-year-old Von Miller six-year contract. You wouldn't have to do that with 31-year-old linebacker Bobby Wagner. And, man, talk about Jerry Jones being pissed again if the Broncos are able to take Wagner away from Dallas because there's been a lot of ties, him wanting to go back and play with Dan Quinn. This would be a a home run you'd be getting right now. You'd be getting a Pro Bowler, right? He's been a Pro Bowler eight straight years. Last year, he was a second-team All-Pro. The year before that, he was a first-team All-Pro. He's a guy that plays in every single game. I believe just like Russ, he missed his first couple of games of his career last year. He's an absolute beast. He's a captain. And just talk about just taking the two best players from the Seattle Seahawks, adding them to the Broncos. And this one
1: would only cost you money. Just money. Um, I'm in on it. And honestly, if it means you have to put uh, um, Baron Browning on the back burner a little bit, or, you know, use Josie Jewel as a rotational guy. I don't really care. Um, you know, like we used to talk about like, um, what Drew Locke deserves. And I would say like, Drew Locke doesn't deserve anything. This is the NFL. No one deserves anything. You get what you earn. Um, and so if it's, it, you know, this is something that an old, a college football coach told me is he said, it's our job to get our players out of jobs by bringing in better players. Mm-hmm. It's the player's job to yep. make us wrong. Yep. Um, and so that's kind of exactly how this is. It's George Payton's job to get better players than the ones that are on the field. And it's, you know, Baron Browning and Josie Jewell's job to say, uh, uh-uh, not so fast. I'm better than that guy mm-hmm. who did that better than anyone else. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Who obviously was not in the plans to be an instant starter, set foot on the field and said, you guys were wrong. I'm better than this guy. Let's go. Yeah.
2: Let's ride. Let's
1: ride, baby.
2: <laughs> now Ryan, how much would be would you be willing to pay Bobby Wagner? Uh, what's the going rate? For a uh, top inside linebacker? Let's think. I don't think any really have been signed this year. Have there been?
1: I'm trying to think if there has been one and I don't really think so. Um I'm so really the like contract
2: he's coming off of 18 million a year. Okay, that's a lot. And he was under contract for that this year and was supposed to get that money. But, of course, there weren't guarantees anymore, so Seattle moved on from him. What if he says that? What if he says that's the price? No, that's too much. So how much of a discount do you need if he's 14? He says Randy Gregory, who is not a (laughs) pro bowler, just got uh, $14 And he's only two years younger than me. Come on, George.
1: I'll go two years at 14 and a half each
2: okay and fully guaranteed 29 mil yeah sure i would do that as well i I i would love a short big fully guaranteed deal and ryan there's reason to believe that the broncos can make this done of course we know the cap is fake uh and right now broncos don't have that much cap room left but their contract with uh randy gregory did you see the numbers on it
1: yeah, it's very uh, team-friendly when it comes to the cap hit Yep. So year. it's
2: five years, $70 million. First year, $6 million cap hit. Not 14 like he's getting average to pay. $6 million cap hit. And then every year after that, it's $16 million cap hit. So the Broncos have room. And, of course, if they really needed to to get a player, they could uh, restructure guys. But they, they have they have the ways to do it.
1: All right. Uh, well, if you need to celebrate tonight, you could come down to the DNVR bar. You could have a beer. Or if you like a different style of celebration, go over to light shade dispensary and use the code DNVR for 25% off each purchase. Not just your first purchase. Every time you go there, you can get 25% off. Uh, You can shop online, have it ready for you, pick out what you want, leave it in your cart, roll down to a light shade uh, location near you. And they'll have that all packaged up and ready to go Um, right now they got an awesome deal on Ripple, which is a fast-acting dissolvable, clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy. It starts absorbing within 10 minutes, uh, so you can depend on a consistent experience every time. Make sure you check out Ripple. Make sure you check out Light Shade Dispenser. Use that code DNVR25 when you do so. And
2: speaking of fast-acting dissolvables, our friends over at at, 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 Athletic, at Athletic Greens. <laughs> Holy cow, it's been tongue twister day. Athletic Greens. There we go. Uh, they make fast-acting dissolvables. What you do, Ryan, when you get up in the morning, you, you get the powder out of the fridge. They send you a, a green powder. You put it in eight ounces of water, drink it, and it makes you feel so good. It helps with gut health. It gets you your vitamins, and it gets you your probiotics, and that's what really helps with gut health. Athletic Greens, Ryan, I've been taking it for about a month now. It's made me feel so much better, and it's it's cheaper than your cup of coffee, uh, and it's uh, it's a lifestyle-friendly. So it's vegan, paleo, keto, dairy-free, gluten-free. And it, like I said, it gets you those vitamins, minerals, greens that you need. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews over at Athletic Greens. And when you go to athleticgreens.com slash broncos, you will get one free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. It's so nice when you leave the house for a weekend away to use those travel pack so make sure to go to athleticgreens.com broncos to get in on this
1: all right zach you want to uh, hop into super chats first let's do it and then to the comments from the listeners ryan let's ride let's ride <laughs> let's ride all right uh al you want to bring these up and read them to us okay she doesn't have a mic so we'll we'll read them once they pop up here um the first one here, and here is coming in we
2: from... go we're riding baby there it is. Max power says Peyton and they're going to add in free agency. Uh, Peyton said they're going to add in free agency. Who else could they sign any chance? Lyle Collins, if Dallas releases him,
1: would love that. Mm-hmm. Would love that. Um, obviously you've been on the train of moving Garrett Bowles to the right side. Now,
2: Mace kind of has an issue with that. Do you? Nope. I feel like you've gotten everything from Garrett out of the left side. And if you can upgrade the left side, try him at right tackle.
1: Exactly. Um, now, It's not as simple as it is like in Madden. You know what I mean? You just flip them over there. Their rating's the same. Nothing changes. Um, It it would be a lot of learning for Garrett Bowles to, you know, I think, um, man, I want to say it was Ron Leary who once described it as um, driving on the other side of the road. You know, when you go to another country and and it it feels so weird that you're driving on the opposite side. Yeah. That's essentially what it would be like for Garrett Bowles. But you made an investment in Garrett Bowles, You made a legitimate investment in Garrett Bowles. Last year, it did not necessarily look like that was going to turn out to be a good investment. So, to me, get ahead of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, go ahead and replace the position. And then, hey, maybe you get lucky and you get both bookends locked up for a significant period of time. Yeah, and
2: then you're, you're riding, baby.
1: Hey, you are. <laughs> and you're riding. All right, let's see what we got in the next... Super chat here from Aaron J says
2: Broncos at Seahawks primetime game. I would love it. How I mean, especially after today, one team uh, Broncos going to have the max. They have to, I mean, they Six, could open right? up Thursday night. And yep. Seven they, with a flex. Yep. They could open up Thursday night against the Rams in Los Angeles. Of course, the Rams have to host that game. Uh, Broncos are a great team to, to, to showcase Russ. Then you're going to have the Seahawks and you're going to have one against the charges and you're going to have one against the chiefs and maybe one against the Raiders as well.
1: Both Chiefs games. I'm calling that right now. What One's going to be a flex? <clears throat> no. Oh. Straight up. So, one Sunday night, one Monday night. Mm, um, I,
2: think, I think what they do, I think that final game is going to be Broncos-Chiefs week 18, and it's going to mean something. So, And they don't set a game, so it has to technically be flexed.
1: So, okay. So, Broncos-Chiefs, Sunday night football. To end the last season. Last game of the season. For the division. That was, was that the overtime uh, Raiders-Chargers games this year? Yep. It was and what a game!
2: <laughs> a lot to live
1: up to there, but yeah, yep. I think you do. Um, you do see this team play both primetime games against the Chiefs, one against the Chargers, um, one against the Seahawks, one against the Rams, mm-hmm. and then there's room for one more in there, right? So there you, we go. you go Raiders. There we
2: go. Next one from I am Hubiak says, "Do they have a full box of those orange ties?"
1: Yes. <laughs> Straight up, one for your size, and there you go. Yep, you, you, you get your option. Yep. Um, and if you're... Um,
2: I don't think it's a box, though. I think if, it's like a room.
1: Yes, I, I don't think they're just tossed into a box. <laughs> and if you're uh, uh, Vic Fangio, they'll even hem your pants for <laughs> you with some, with some clothespins. And
2: just take them off someone else for you.
1: Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, next one here coming in from... Sam says, Was it me
2: or did Russ's praise for Hackett seem less genuine and more, more stiddled than his praise for Peyton?
1: I didn't notice that in the I'd, moment. I didn't catch it either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, George Payton is proven. Nathaniel Hackett is not. And also with this,
2: Russ understands what's going on, what the dynamic is. George Payton is his boss. He may take that over in a little bit in terms of he's going to have a lot of say. Come on, this is just like Payton. Russ is more important than the coaching staff.
1: He, he just He simply is. Every quarterback is more important than the coaching staff.
2: Now, you hope that Russ doesn't treat it that way as it goes on, and I I have no indication that he will, but that's just the truth. And you know what? Pete Carroll was never going to give that to Russ. And what did that do?
1: Caused a lot of issues. Caused Russ to leave. It did. Next one's from Z Reeves. I was hoping someone would ask Russell how much input he wanted on roster decisions. Since that seemed to be an issue for Aaron and Green Bay, hashtag let's ride, hashtag holy shh. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag Russell Wilson.
2: And did you see how much the super chat was for? 10.03. <laughs>
1: just like 2.03. Someone pointed out, I, we should have said that we were going live at 3.33. Ah, uh, that would have been good. Or 4.03, which was closer to when we actually went live. Uh,
2: I mean, we typically go live at 12.03. So. Yeah, that's true. That's
1: true. Um, if you asked him that, he wouldn't have answered it. No,
2: no. He, he wouldn't have. And, and that's something where it's still so fresh right now. There's nothing wrong. With it. He's not going to stir the pot at all.
1: Yep, exactly. Uh, man, everything is just heating up right now. Rocky's making moves. Bill's making multiple moves. Yeah. I think the Bears made a move.
2: Yep, yeah, they um, got OJ Howard,
1: the Bills. Yep. Um, okay, let's move on to the next Super Chat here.
2: Carson says, what are your thoughts on the Ravens getting Zadarius Smith and the Titans releasing Julio? Also, Chandler Jones is supposedly signing with the Raiders. Yeah, th- those were actually two moves that happened during the press conference.
1: Zadarius Smith... It's classic Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. They just get a very good player somehow that, yep. like, you no, know, for whatever reason, no one else wanted, <laughs> yeah. and then he's really, really good for them. So that that's good for them. The Titans releasing Julio, what the hell? A terrible trade last
2: year, right? Yes. the guy's hurt most of the year, and then you cut him after the second season. It seemed like they I, could after have the taken first season. It's a, right. It seemed like they could have taken a big championship jump this
1: year. There were mentions of Aaron Rodgers potentially mm. going
2: there and they went they're going the opposite way.
1: What? I just don't understand. And they're also taking a huge dead cap hit for it, like $8 million dead cap hit. Man, you wouldn't have thought that Julio Jones was a guy you need
2: to get out of your building at all costs.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, It's very very odd. Um unfortunately, I I hate when this stuff happens cuz it's just like there's no room here. Right, Um, but I would, you know, I'd love to uh, to make that happen, but it's just it's probably probably not gonna happen.
2: No, although I could see Russ talking him up. Do they have a relationship? How about uh, DK Metcalf? That's just a name to keep an eye on if Russ is here for ten or twelve years. Yeah, I mean, not only is he a freak and super good, but he called him out specifically in this press conference and said, "One of my favorite teammates, one of my favorite players, one of my favorite people." Just keep that in mind.
1: Yep, but he's got a new fourteen. He does. And uh, I think he's going to like him quite a bit. All right, is that it for Super Chats? All right, let's jump into the comments section on thednvr.com. Of course, you can become a member at, at thednvr.com, and we will read your comments every single day on the show. Not to mention, when you sign up for a membership, you get a free shirt. Mm. So if you want that Let's Ride t-shirt that we dropped today, then uh, what better time to do it right now? Sign up for a membership for fifty nine eighty eight. And get that shirt for free. It's a great deal. Yeah,
2: exactly. And first comment coming in from Ando, by the way, says Peyton said he would sit back one year and then make his mark in year two. Boy, does it seem like it's his promise. hes I'm firmly in the Peyton We Trust camp, but I was wondering what you think has been Peyton's worst move of his 10 years. Some may say riding with Teddy instead of drafting fields, but that surely isn't looking like the smart choice now. Maybe getting Kyle Fuller now that it was a terrible move, uh, but it didn't live up to expectations, although I think it, he was giving Vic his guy to give him every opportunity to succeed without a franchise quarterback. Thanks for the great coverage, and I cannot wait to buy every DNVR Broncos shirt next
1: season. Well, he left that before we dropped a new one so uh congrats on your new shirt um fuller's probably the worst one
2: probably and as uh as ando by the way said um the reason for that is it was kind of vic fangio's move he got him his guy so i can't blame him that much ryan i got him his
1: guy that he benched what five weeks into the season uh, yeah
2: exactly uh honestly maybe the worst one coming in today I don't agree with the decision to put a right of first refusal tender on Malik Reed. This just this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you're you're going to pay Malik Reed 2.4 million dollars with that right of first refusal tender. I have to imagine a team is going to love Malik Reed. Maybe not give him obviously not give him 15 million, but give him five million dollars. When you could have put a second round tender on him, kept him one more year, and got him for four million dollars, saving that million and a half does not make sense to me. And you're going to need Malik Reed. You are naive if you think Bradley. Chubb and Randy Gregory are playing seventeen games this year. I love Jonathan Cooper, but I think there's going to be a game where you have Jonathan Cooper and the fourth outside linebacker playing. The, I, I don't agree with that.
1: So here's my thought on it: is Ijiro Ivero doesn't like him. Um, not you know not personally or anything, mm-hmm. but if you look at what he's doing, he's trying to get bigger. Uh, at least that's what it looks like to me. Trying to get bigger in places and Malik Reed, obviously his biggest issue. Is his size mm-hmm. and his ability to defend the run. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's probably what it is. Is Ivorow saying, "Hey, look, I can't, I can't work with this guy. Like, and le- only in pass rushing situations. You know, if if we need him on third down, someone needs a breather. But he's probably gonna go Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory on third downs either way. So he's saying, I don't really have a use for this guy.
2: It's a nice spin job there, PR." <laughs> no seriously I, I, that maybe that maybe that's it uh, Jazzy Broncos says thanks for the great offseason coverage guys I don't get the mixed reaction to George Payton right now on Twitter his first draft class was amazing he re-upped Court and Patrick at very reasonable rates hired a coach that emer- energizes me from just watching him talk For found a legit franchise quarterback filled several holes with quality players at reasonable prices and still has 9 draft picks 5 in the top 15 115 to build depth on the roster this is an incredible first 15 months on the job I feel exactly the way that Ryan can we can we get fast forward to the season I'm ready can't wait to enjoy this season with the DNVR fam y'all are the best and I'm right there with you uh I give him an A plus
1: yeah uh, I don't I mean the, the mixed reaction is just the classic armchair GM stuff anytime a move is made or isn't made everyone gets you know up in arms but you ask anyone to give a legitimate grade for what George Payton has done in his first 15 months on the job. There is no way anyone can give him something less than a B plus. Yes, and yeah. even that, I'm like, you're really what? You're hand wringing over him not having a quarterback last year. I mean,
2: the only reason you'd be going B plus and not an A, Ryan, is just you're saying we haven't seen a winning season. And to that, I say, okay, just, just that, that'll change yeah. in what eight months.
1: Exactly. Uh, next one here from Broncoholic says, "Hey guys, it's been a while since commenting, but I uh, still enjoy your coverage. Although I was stunned to hear you guys list uh, Gordon as your top free agent to resign."
2: Who who did that? Uh, Mason and I.
1: Oh, in terms of players on the team that you wanted to yep. have back, okay. Would
2: you disagree with that?
1: Bobby Massey would be mine.
2: Oh, uh, he's he's easy. You're okay. get him back.
1: Fair enough. With all the excitement around getting Russell Wilson, I have one remaining offseason wish. That is Gordon goes elsewhere. I'm sorry, but I'm just tired of watching the fumbles and games in the most inopportune moment can completely give games away. Case in point, the Eagles and Chiefs games. Maybe I've just seen Remember the Titans too many times, but it makes me want to break my foot off. You know the quote. Uh, and as, and there's always the lame excuse from him too. 21 career fumbles. And only one of those was recovered. Go get Lindsay zero career fumbles with Boone and Williams. That would be a backfield. I would be excited to watch and we wouldn't have to worry about any flea flickers flying over Russell Wilson's head. He's five inches shorter than the drew lock. After all, let's go Bronco. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I think here, here's the case. melvin gordon and he does have the fumbling issues melvin gordon's still a damn good running back outside of the fumbles and yes you do have to acknowledge the fumbles when talking about him but he's still a damn good running back and at the end of last season we saw javante williams starting to get fatigued now that could have just been the rookie year and he can build it up but if you want to see javante williams have those amazing plays game after game you probably don't want him to be the bell cow back
1: or uh, in terms of like just the only back totally um I got to be honest, Zach. I became a Melvin Gordon appreciator at times last year. The games are going to be too important now um, to to have a player who can, in, like the commenter said, really turn a game on its head in one play. I don't want him back.
2: Mm, okay. Okay. Then what, what's your plan?
1: Um, either draft another guy. Or roll with Mike Boone and Melvin Gordon and then bring in, you know, some depth guy.
2: And I'd love Mike Boone, but the coaching staff last year clearly did not. So we'll see if this coaching staff does. For
1: sure. He kind <laughs> of seems like he would fit the one one and go uh, offense. Yep. so where he came from in Minnesota. Yep. Um, next one from Dan Burke. Hey, guys, why do I get the feeling that Jerry Jones detests the Broncos between not beating them in nearly 30 years, uh, taking Sertan, taking Paxton, and now signing Gregory? It seems like the Broncos are always a thorn in the Cowboys' side. Now, they're not losing sleep over having Parsons and Dak, uh, but the point still remains that the Broncos continually play spoiler in their plans. What do y'all think? I think you should be thanking the Broncos uh, for having Micah Parsons and Dak Prescott.
2: And you hope that he's mad at the Broncos in five years because of the Randy Gregory deal, too.
1: Yes, absolutely. Melbourne Broncos says, hey, guys thought I'd share a bet I played a month ago just for a bit of fun. $5 parlay of the Broncos to win the Super Bowl and St. Louis to win the World Series to win 3500 A man has to have hope, and all of a sudden, it's not that far-fetched. Cheers.
2: Melvin Bronco, I love you, but I-, I can't be cheering for that bet.
1: Nope, me either. I can't can't be cheering for the Cardinals. I mean, Chris Bryant's leading the Rockies at the World (laughs) Series. It's
2: true. There we go. H-Town Broncos says, Russell Wilson has done more for the community in one day than Drew Locke did in three years. What a dub for the Broncos. On another note. Hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. We don't need to do this. (laughs) We don't. We don't need to do this. We don't need to shit on Broncos on their way out um, because that's not true. Drew Locke was absolutely one of the guys going out there in the community, going to events, doing things like that um so again we don't need to do that i'm cheering for drew Locke. i hope he has a i hope he does well uh in seattle they are obviously singing his praises today because he's the best quarterback on the roster right now
2: we don't need to talk about these guys but just we're, let it we're it go. all in on russ let it go, just, let it go. It, we should just
1: never ride, talk baby. we should just <laughs> never talk about drew Locke and teddy bridgewater ever again yep
2: i agree we wish them both the best uh on another note little iffy on the gregory signing because of his past however i'm a big risk taker myself and i'm trusting in pate so i'm gonna roll with it we still need a cornerback and i think zach is right that we'll re-sign massey after the draft so if we can get just two key contributors in the draft out of the eight i think we're a solid team with very few holes but really freaking excited. Mm-hmm. Taking my nine-year-old daughter to her first game this year now that she wants to go. Mile high is the only way to do it right. Hopefully, we can see y'all in the fall at the bar. Ryan, the bar's going to be popping. The tailgates are going to be off the chain.
1: Orange pom-poms oh, for a home playoff yes. game. Yeah,
2: The parking lot's going to be packed.
1: Next one's from Massive Chubb. following up on my post from yesterday. When confronted on my Twitter language in regards to the Denver Broncos, I told my prospective employer that Zach and RK said the obscenity means i'm passionate to which they responded who is that to which i responded i think we're done here <laughs> let's go just kidding i got the job yes! let's go round of applause round of applause yes yes uh, but doesn't mean i have to move seven hours down the road from my beloved western slope shutters to las vegas Ooh, I mean, well
2: you're gonna catch a game there every year
1: yes by the way we're gonna catch a game there next yes, year Yes,
2: we all right let's just hope it's not on christmas I agree. The NFL doing that to us. Forty one forty coming in says going off what RK said about fans getting caught up in the amount of money being spent on Gregory and any player's cap number, I think what would help is if it become becomes more common to look at the percentage of cap, not just the dollar amount. Gregory Gregory will only be about seven percent. Spot Track has that percent listed on their site of every player, and to me at least provide some context, since hearing about multi million dollar deals is obviously a lot of money to normal people. Uh, as always,
1: go Broncos. A yeah, great point. Bronco Euler says, Morning, guys. I was having a chat with my wife who isn't much of a football fan, and she was surprised to hear how historically successful and renowned the Broncos are because she never hears anyone oh, talk about them. Ouch. That hurts. With not the signing anymore. of Russell Wilson and the star power of his marriage, I expect the Broncos will get much more coverage in and out of the sports world. With that said, do you think the signing of Russell Wilson will have any impact on the ownership bid and perceived value of the franchise? I know one signing may not move the needle much on the value of a multi-billion dollar asset, but it's hard to imagine that the franchise hasn't become exponentially more marketable, especially to casual NFL viewers. I said it the you know, the day of the signing. I said, yesterday's price is not today's price. And you know what? Maybe Joe Ellis set, spoke to Russell Wilson on his way down the stairs and said, hey, say you're going to pay for tw- 10 to 12 more years. That's going to make us an extra <laughs> billion dollars. Yep,
2: yep. And that's certainly going to be a uh, good recruiting pitch. In five years for guys is, hey, I'm still here another
1: five or five or seven years. I said it five years ago, and I'm sticking by it. A hundred percent. And finally, for my biggest fan, what are the chances of Pay- that Peyton packages a few picks to move into the first? Are there any players that would be worth doing so? It's a really interesting question. This is a deep tackle draft. Mm-hmm. So there is a chance that maybe you jump into the 32nd or 31st pick to get the best tackle left on the board, get that fifth year option with them. And, That's the thing is you're going to do this at a position with a ton of value. So because that fifth-year option becomes very valuable at the right positions, quarterback, of course, being one, pass rusher being another, tackle being one. And I'll even throw in corner um, as one that that fifth-year option becomes really valuable for you. Um, That's what I would look at is probably tackle and maybe corner
2: yeah and i think where where you would move up would be right tackle Uh, i think the broncos are fine enough at corner where they don't have to have a huge investment and i do expect the broncos to move in the second round whether it's all the way up to the first round whether it's a couple spots up in the second they have all the picks to do it as george payton said nine picks to move around and uh that's plenty of flexibility
1: still yep absolutely is um and i mean it's crazy that they still have nine it is it really is five in the top 115 you know there's still more good players to come regardless if they get bobby wagner or not yep exciting stuff man let's Um, ride baby let's absolutely (laughs) ride uh thank you guys for tuning in hit us with a thumbs up tons of you guys watching not nearly as many thumbs up so hit us with a thumbs up um subscribe to the channel subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to this anywhere you listen to podcasts uh hit us with a five-star review we always appreciate those but for today
0: wow Russell Wilson holy
1: shit <laughs> that is gonna wrap it up for us on the DNVR Broncos podcast until tomorrow let's go. country ride.
0: drive now understand that you need some time I know some landmarks we used to hit we're flying cotton